Another glorious morning out there. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. We are live this morning uh, from Frenjuk. We are broadcasting. We believe in God once again this morning to take us further into the reality and the revelation of his son for this glorious day. Indeed, the son is unfolding himself in various ways, in various dimensions. And we are seeing his expression in the earth in ways that we have not even begin to comprehend but this morning i believe that as we come with an unveiled face as we believe god once again to take us beyond our own mind beyond our own idea that we will encounter god and his will and counsel for our life in a new way pray with me this morning father we thank you honor and glory be ascribed unto you lamb of god thank you father for the revelation of your son. Thank you, Father, for awakening once again our innermost being, our our understanding, yes, to what you are calling us to represent in this new day. Yes, we have not been through this path before, but there are those who have journeyed ahead of us. They've shown us, they've revealed to us the divine order, the divine pattern. And that is what we have come, Lord, to discover this morning as we come back to the blueprint that you have given to us, your word, which is our reference. Yes, your word is life to us. Your word is a mirror to us. Your word has become indeed our inspiration. The word is what we drink to find satisfaction in this day of great thirst. Your word, oh God, guides us. Indeed, your word is our guide. So I thank you once again this morning as we approach the things, the revelation, the values, and the realities that you have laid down for us in your word we ask oh god that our heart will connect to the spirit of truth that is unveiling this word to us we ask oh god that our minds will comprehend the things that you're saying to us that we will not come with our own idea of what you what you're saying what you have said that lord we will discard every interpretation every understanding that we have received that does not fully represent your intention for our life and for your work, the ministry of the ecclesia, Lord, that we discard them. That this morning, Father, we approach you with a spirit that is yearning to learn, to, yes, walk, oh God, in newness. I thank you, Lord, that you will bring us, Father, to a better understanding of your voice, of your heart, of your mind. Reveal to us, oh God, the essence of this walk. Help us to see, oh God, yes, the context of this new day that we represent, this season, this order of life, moving towards the end of all things. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that as you walk with a man by the name Noah and you give him a pattern of how to survive in his day, of how to build a dimension of lifestyle that will secure him and his family's uh, uh, life in the days of destruction, the Father, we will see, yes, the values, the understanding, and the blueprint of what you have, yes, given to us, what we need to build, so we can also continue to live life in accordance to your divine intention. Yes, Lord, I thank you that this morning our heart will be stayed up, that we will not be distracted, that we will not be, yes, derailed, that we will not be discouraged. Yes, Father, it's my prayer this morning, it's my prayer this morning, Lord, that we will embrace your, your grace and your giftings and the realities of your intentions for our life. I thank you. 
May we, O oh God, once again be built upon the revelation, the solidity of the things that you are doing in our time, in our day. May we not be shifted, derailed. May we not be dragged away. May we not be leered away, seduced away, deceived into something else that sounds like, that look like, but is not. So I thank you. I bless your holy name, Holy Spirit. We know your ministry in our life. We know your place in our life. And we confess that we have not fully, yes, embraced this reality of your presence, of the things that you want to do in us and through us. We're still romancing the outer shell reality of who you are and what you are. Help us to see you as God in our life. And not just as some thing, not just as some cloud or some feelings, uh, uh, not just some an anointing. Help us to know who you are, that you are God. Yes, the Father represented, yes, in the earth. The Son represented in the earth. Yes, help us to see, help us to know that when we say Father, may that expression, yes, be, 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 be done in the revelation that it is you, Holy Spirit, that shows us the Father. That when we say Christ, help us to know that it is you, the Holy Spirit, that even gives us the, the understanding, the passion, the love to want to know Christ. You are everything to us. So I thank you this morning as your truth continues to cement our heart in this new day. May we be persuaded. Yes. May we be affirmed this day may we yes understand the position of what you are doing and who you are in our lives thank you we yield to you this morning have your way once again may your church yes begin to grow begin to develop begin to mature come into that teleos order of life where yes she can fully represent your intention that you can birth your purposes through this church oh god yes lord that we don't just want a church that represents the carrier of a seed we also want a church that is a womb to to birth yes your intentions in the earth so indeed your church is a son but your church is also a bride may we walk in this truth may we walk oh god in this dimension of a dual life oh god that we are sons yet we are bride the bride of christ that we are married to christ yes and his seed dwells in us and we are able to reveal and express yes his intentions in every facet of human life i thank you once again this morning may we continue to grow in the revelation of the ascended Christ. May, 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 the, may the spirit of Christ be formed in us. May the will of the Father, yes, find resident in us. May, oh God, your intention for our life as your temple be fully manifest. May we represent you in every dimension of life. We thank you this morning that you have not given to us a spirit of fear. So we rise in the authority of who you are, of what you are to us. Thank you. Thank you this morning. Once again, your word will not return to you empty. But this word will continue to grow in us. This word, this word will continue to cause us to grow. In. This word will continue to steer our heart. There will be a burden and a passion, oh God. Yes, Lord, to go with zeal and knowledge to see, oh God, that the harvest, Lord, comes into your banyard. We thank you this morning. Have your way. Be glorified. 
saturate us once again. Fill us anew. Fill us afresh. Breathe on us, O oh God. May we be that remnant of a church. A church empowered, endowed, st strong, strengthened in the revelation of the ascended Christ. Hallelujah. May wisdom guide us this morning. Yes. May, we, may wisdom lead us this morning, oh God. As wisdom continue to build his house in us, may we fully be positioned at the paths, yes, where the, the, the streets meet, oh God. May we, yes, be the junction, the deciding point of human existence. Thank you this morning. That you're glorified in us. You're magnifying us. Hallelujah. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. May your kingdom come. May your kingdom come into my life, into my space, into my home, into this ministry. May your kingdom find leeway, expression, oh God, in everything that I stand for. I represent, oh God. May your kingdom come into the life of every man, every woman out there, oh God, that I represent. Yes, Father. May your kingdom flow into the life of the audience. Yes, following, listening to us. May you, oh God, be glorified in them, oh God. May your, may your expression be their, be their quest this morning. I thank you, oh God. Continue to fine-tune us. Continue to align us until we become indeed that vessel that you have ordained. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory, honor, and praise be unto you, Lamb of God. Oh, Father, we thank you for saturating us this morning. Hallelujah. With your presence. Yes, your presence that comes through the, the, the revelation of your spirit called the Ruach, the Holy Spirit himself. Amen. We thank you. We bless you, Holy Spirit. Teach us. You are, the, you are the teacher of the word. The scripture says when you come, you will teach us. You will lead us and guide us into all truth. Not some truth, all truth. So we yield ourselves. I surrender to you this morning. Teach us. Lead us. Guide us. Instruct us. To the glory of your holy name. If you're joining us this morning, welcome this morning once again to another broadcast this is the voice of Isaiah Phillips, and you are connected to the Potter's Gate. The Potter's Gate is a ministry the Father has handmarked for this season to bring his heart, to bring his mind, to reveal his desire and his intention regarding the church, both personal and corporate. We are well positioned to see to the intentions of God, yes, being carried out in the earth. The earth starting from with your life and of course with your home family and the environment that you live in, the wherever you are, God has called us to be a priest, and it's our mandate to make sure that we continue to, you know, equip to continue to steer the heart of of the church, the body of Christ, wherever they are, to function and to carry out the the prophetic, hallelujah, priestly ministry of God for their lives. So if you're joining us this morning, I want to welcome you to another hub, another time where you will be empowered, you will be amen, uh, uh, nourished, you will be strengthened, you will be encouraged, and maybe this morning we will be a soundboard to you if you're a minister out there. Yes, journey uh, in the light of what God is doing. It's our mandate to make sure that amen, we all grow into that dimension of what is called the common faith, amen, until we come to the fullness of the faith. We have all grown in our own various faith here and there, and that is good. But now the Lord is calling us to come to the to the commonality, amen, of the kingdom faith. The kingdom faith is the culture of the kingdom. 
The kingdom faith, the, the faith, amen, that Christ gave to us, I left for us, amen, is, is, is the order of a life that brings us to that point where we can corporately, hallelujah. One of the reasons one of the reasons why there is no unity in the church is because we are not heading to us, amen, the commonality of our faith. There's a mutual faith that heaven has ordained, amen, for every, amen, every, every member of the body of Christ. Once we understand that the issue of unity, amen, will become clear and we will not struggle. We will not try to please others, amen, to join. No, we all have our own point and place of effective joining. And once we walk in that understanding, Amen. Of the apostolic spirit, amen, that releases, amen, the common faith, the mutual faith. And then unity becomes an you know a, a you know a thing that we all embrace. I believe we can all be united as long as we continue to see, amen, the heart of God, the mind of God, the intentions of God, amen, and the revelation, amen, of his son for our life. Because indeed, Christ is the converging point. Yes, as the, the more we have a revelation of Christ, the more we grow in the revelation of Christ, the more, amen, we are able to walk in that unity, in that position. One of the reasons why we are not united is because we have our own, you know, belief, our own idea, we have our own if you will, our own definition of what of who Christ is, of what Amen, the church is. As long as we continue to study the Word of God, like we are doing, Amen, uh, in uh, in this in this place, you see, we, we we don't we don't bother ourselves about what somebody is saying, what somebody is not doing, Amen. No, we don't look at trend. We look at what God is saying through the prophetic eyes, Amen, and 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 establish on a solid, Amen, doctrinal uh, 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 balance, you know, uh, uh, you know, scripture. So as, as long as we do that, I believe that we will continue, amen, to help, to assist, and of course to build. Yes, we are builders. We are building. We, 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 God, God is building us, but he is also building through us, amen. So this, these are basically some of the uh, uh, objective of our ministry. And I thank God, amen, that God has positioned us as, amen, as a, as, as a, you know, as a voice to his church, amen, as a, as a, as a path that allow others, amen, to come into whatever God has ordained to th for them. We're not seeking, amen, to clone people to you know, to do what we're doing. No, no, no. No. We're only doing our own path so that others can find their path and function alongside. So thank you so much if you are joining me this morning. Uh, I believe God amen, for great things in your life, for your family, for your home, for your ministry. I believe that we are in a, in a turning point. Yes, this is a turning point, you know, for the church. We've been talking about this for a while now. And of course, we're going to be talking about this, you know, for a long while because uh, so many things that, you know, we are doing today are at the back foot of, you know, uh, uh, you know, trying to correct errors, trying to correct the mistakes of the past. <clears throat> and so you, you, will, you will appreciate why we have to continue to flog certain, you know, uh, uh, truth. We have to continue to emphasize, amen, on certain, you know, uh, uh, foundational, if you will, you know, uh, uh, values in, in relating to the building up of the body of Christ. The Lord was, you know, uh, uh, sharing that with me yesterday, you know, yesterday afternoon. Many of the things that we are doing right now, amen, are the back foot of, amen, trying to bring correction. 
All right? we, we cannot build up, amen. We can't grow. We cannot advance. We can't move into some advanced, you know, dimension of our assignment. Like many of the activities and, and events, you know, panning out today across the earth, you can see these are, you know, uh, events that requires a well-mature, you know, uh, uh, governmental, uh, uh, well-refined, amen, uh, 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 you know, teleos order of a church. But uh, you, you hardly hear the voice of church. You hardly hear, amen. You hardly see the influence, the impact of the church, amen, in many of the things panning out, amen, across the earth, you know, from the issues of Afghanistan to, you know, issues of uh, uh, leadership failure in Africa and issues of, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, natural disaster, amen, or like the ones in Haiti right now. I mean, these are things that we ought to be able to effectively, amen, respond to, but we have not developed the kind of governmental apostolic, amen, authority. And I'm not just talking about, you know, sending money and, and you know, uh, having some boots on the ground to, to, to do what we need to do in assisting. Yes, we need to do that, and that is very important. But beyond that, amen, I was thinking about Haiti this morning. Haiti is a, is a, is a country that has been... <clears throat> excuse me, that has been ravaged by, you know, all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, things, disaster here and there. And, uh, uh, and I don't want to just relate that to the history of Haiti, but this is a place and a point where we can go into, amen, and begin to effect change by shifting, amen, the spiritual narrative over that atmosphere, over that region. <clears throat> because indeed, that is what we have been assigned to do. All right, we will need to create amen, enough spiritual awareness, amen, in the heavenly uh, sphere of that realm and begin to shift things. All right, doesn't mean that amen, the 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 you know the the the, the natural disaster taking place there because I mean that is a that's a place where you have you know all kinds of te tectonic move, amen, earthquakes and all kinds of you know you know uh, uh, natural. Uh, 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 you know, disaster. I mean, that place is, is a beautiful place, but it's also a place that is prone to natural disaster, particularly uh, uh, with uh, uh, earthquake and, and, and all kinds of things. But we can begin to, amen, uh, you know, make a difference in various ways. All right? But it's going to take a church that is united, that is, amen, that is empowered, amen, that has the understanding, that has the resource, that has the, you know, manpower and all of that. So, Excuse me, you can see that um, there are things that we need to handle amen, from a governmental, you know, the governments of this world, they are failing. We can see that, I mean, daily, God even said in his word, which is some of the things that I want to look at again, because we're in that day, there are two dimensions, there are two realities taking place, all right? The, as the government of the world continue to collapse, but even in their collapse, amen, you continue to see, amen, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know a, a false, you know, manifestation of their failed state and their failed, you know, position of authority, yes, and they'll be doing all kinds of things. Many of the things that we are seeing right now going on across the globe, amen, are reactional. They are reactional, amen. They, 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 the, the, the Lord is continually, amen, judging the wisdom of this world, yes, 
And in that, we need to be able to effectively see amen, how to respond so that we don't get to the point where we allow amen, their backing and their you know, sense of fear to push us back, to pull us back. Amen, because that's one of the strategies of the enemy. We saw Jezebel use that you know, tactics very well. Jezebel used the system of, you know, of fear, you know, and, and, and you know, creating you know, uh, uh, fear in the heart of people you know, to rule. And we have to be able to develop a, a capacity in the spirit to know how to, you know, fight back and, and, and charge against, uh, you know, the, the, the works of darkness. Of course, the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So I'm not talking about some physical thing. I'm talking about taking our position in the spirit. Amen. And, and, and allowing the Lord to give us strategy on how to respond to the issues of life. Amen. So that we are able to bring you know, tranquility, answer. We are able to bring redemption, amen, to the earth. So God is shifting us away. And if we're, if we're eating from that same wisdom, knowledge, amen, that God is judging, of course, we'll also be judged. Our position of, of knowledge and wisdom, amen, will also be tantamount to nothing. Because God is judging that order. God is judging those, amen, who are feeding from the, from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So this is the time, amen, to actually make the transition, to shift, to move, amen, to the point, to the place where, amen, God is speaking to us. There is a point, there is something the Lord is doing. There's a realm, hallelujah, there is a resource that God is drawing from. And we have to turn to that. Amen. He said, turn to me and be saved. Amen. If we don't turn to him and we continue to depend on the, on the wisdom of the world, we continue to depend on the ways of this world. Amen. We will find ourselves, amen, at default. We will find ourselves being disappointed. All right. So we can see places and people, countries that, you know, people used to look up to. Who are known to have power and resources and all of that. We see how they're dropping the ball. But God is calling a people out. Amen. A new day has dawned upon us. And it's not going to take, you know, some powerful, you know, uh, uh, you know, position of authority and strength to be able to, you know, effect a change. It's going to take a, a people whose heart, amen, have been, have been truly, you know, circumcised, whose ears have been circumcised to hear God, amen, and to respond with the right heart, amen. And, and, and that's, all it, that's all it needs. That's all it takes, amen. We just need to be, amen, well aligned with God and respond in obedience to what he's saying. And I believe that, amen, we can really bring a change, amen. Amen. Uh, it took David, amen, to bring a change, amen, to a, a, a national disaster, hallelujah. It took Esther to bring a change, hallelujah, to, you know, an issue that was going to basically destroy the entire, you know, uh, Jewish, you know, uh, uh, you know, race. Come on. It, it took Daniel, hallelujah, to transform the heart of a king such that, amen, the people of God in, in a foreign land, amen, find security. Yes. It, 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 it doesn't make, you know, what we assume. It doesn't take the kind of resource, the kind of, you know, position of influence. No, it just takes a man, a woman, amen, that is aligning to, to the will of God. And all you need to do in that position of alignment, amen, is to respond to what the Lord says. If God says, say this, do this, amen, just do that, amen. Do your part, amen, and let other, amen, be able to effectively carry out their path. So I'm believing God that we will continue to look into this process and principles, amen, that the way we live life, the way we do church, the way we look at the things of God, amen, as 
drastically, amen, changed. God has moved away from the old. God has shifted from that which, amen, uh, 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 he tolerated. Now he's calling us to a better position because we are nearing the days of the end. The further we get to us that day of the end, the more we have to live our life, amen, in sobriety, amen. The more we have to live our life, amen, in a state, amen, of, of sacredness. The more we have to fine tune, amen, our ears to what God is saying. Because all kinds of ideas and solutions will be panning out here and there, in, you know, in, in, re, in reactionary, in you know, attitude. But we have to rest in God. We have to rest in His heart. We have to rest in His in His mind. We have to rest in His voice. Amen. And respond accordingly. Hallelujah. And respond because obedience is what 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 releases. Amen. The power of God, the authority of God. Hallelujah. Obedience is what releases. It's not you know how much of you know a, a connection you have. Connection comes because you obey, because you walk in obedience. All right. So all of this, let me connect it to what we what we are about this morning. Okay, we're still dealing with the book of Acts. Amen. We're looking at you know Paul. We're 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 looking at some very powerful spiritual you know principle. I believe. Amen. God has continued to reveal to us as some of the patterns, amen, and divine order, amen, if you will, structure that we need in order to effectively function in this new day. So many things are are changing before our very eyes. And I, and I believe that this change is happening so rapidly that many of us are finding it difficult, amen, to, you know, to, to cope in terms of the rapid response that is required, amen. David said, once God spoke, twice I heard that all power belongs to God, amen. We have to, amen, believe God to help us to undress ourselves from the old pattern of thinking. We have to believe God to grant us, amen, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. We have to respond to the leading of the Spirit. And the practical way to do that, amen, is to change the way we pray. Is to change the way, amen, we pray. Because the way we pray will allow us to begin to see, amen, the things of God vis-a-vis -vis His word from a new light. Yes, the way we pray, amen, uh, uh, is, is a major, if you will, strong goal that keeps that keeps us bound to the old, to the to the to the former ways. God says, "Behold, I'm doing a new thing." Can't you see? It's springing forth. So when we begin to pray, Lord, touch my eyes to see the things that You're doing in this season. Open my understanding to embrace and to walk in the new direction that You have ordained for me and for Your church. Help me, Lord, to see. Help me to respond. God, touch my taste board so I can taste, yes, the, 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 the new wine that you're serving. So I can taste the fresh bread, yes, that you're feeding your church with. Deliver me from the old ways of life, from the old ways of thinking. Deliver me, oh God, from the things that have become part and parcel of my, of my thinking that hinders me from seeing, from understanding, from moving, from embracing the things that you're doing in this season. Lord, I understand that you are moving. Yes, you are moving. Uh, and, and your movement, I must move with you. He said to Abraham, walk with me and be perfect. Lord, I want to walk with you in the light of your voice and, and program for the earth for this season in time. What are you doing in the earth today? I want to be part of it. I don't want to be attached to the old, to my old ways. I don't want to live my life, yes, from the idea that I inherited from the past. Yes, the past was good, but you're 
you're bringing us to the best. So I live behind. I, I, I sacrifice the past to enter the future. So I yield myself, Father, to you. I surrender my ministry, my calling. I, I, I bring my family and I lay them on the altar of this new reality. May the fire of purification fall upon me, fall upon all that I represent that my life this day can bring glory and honor to you. I pray for sanctification. Sanctify me through and through. Sanctify me, oh God. Innermost, in my, my innermost being, I, I lay down. I ask, oh God, that you walk a walk within me. That you, Lord, will be able to build afresh the things that you are unfolding within me and through me and around me. Lord, I embrace it. <clears throat> you see, when you begin to pray like this, things begin to shift within you. Yes understanding fresh understanding begins to come hallelujah as the lord as the lord puts to an end as the lord kills the old in you amen as the child dies in you you see the son of god begins to rise the new day of god begins to rise in you because that's what we need now amen many other things that we are proclaiming and we are declaring even among those following us they are finding it very difficult to adjust why? Because, amen, the old is still well-seated. The old way of thinking. I was sharing with a, 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 a brother friend of mine yesterday night. Such a nice time I was having with him before, you know, uh, uh, his battery, you know, died. And some of the things that we are looking at, amen, is just simple. How do we view, how do we look at the issues panning out around us, amen? Issues of Afghanistan, issues of, you know, America as a nation, issues of governance, leadership, amen? Uh, things that you know we look at on the face value and we just maybe discard them or we 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 we, we wrongly conclude amen but but god wants us to see things amen through that vantage i mean resource has been given to the church we have amen the, the prophetic but we have abused or even misused or underutilized the prophetic you know today we have to shift away from the narrative of how we see the prophetic to amen a dimension of life amen that can begin to become a resource, amen, to nation building, to, to transforming and to, you know, adjusting, you know, philosophy and pattern of thinking. We cannot say, amen, in the 21st century that we have a church that is still buffeted by, by hatred, by fear and by prejudice, all right, by all these things that, you know, we've developed doctrine out of fear, out of, out of prejudice, all right, that we look at a particular region and we just discard them, all right. We, we cannot live in that order of of a christianity amen that is that is captured by you know a, a, a nationalistic spirit that is captured by the narrative of a particular region no christianity amen is not designed to be influenced and i mean christianity i'm talking about those who are following christ there's a religion called christianity all right that is built around you know some system you know uh, uh, instruction theology and and doctrines and 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 denomination i'm not talking about that i'm talking about those amen who are called the way who are called the followers of christ followers of the lamb amen now if we live our life from that point of view ah there are resources <clears throat> excuse me there are deep resources within our spirit amen that are that are waiting to be to be steered that are waiting amen to be deployed into issues of redemption the redemptions of the earth but if we are not aware, if we are not seeking, if we're not, you know, knocking, if we're not making demand on, on God and we're not allowing the demand of God, <clears throat> excuse me, and we're not making the demand of God upon our life, 
<clears throat> a reality that you know we can we can walk with then it's going to be very difficult for us you know we'll continue to roam and round the same mountain you know 40 years we are in the same spot and we're burning energy we're building all kinds of things that have no relevancy amen to the redemptive agenda of god amen for creation and for the nations you see the point so that's why i say our prayer life has to change because when our prayer life start changing, the way we see things, the way we see events, the way we interpret amen, things in the earth changes. Because you see, when you have a wrong interpretation, you come to a wrong conclusion. Uh, Peter almost made that mistake. All right? They say kill and eat. He said, no, nothing unclean has ever touched my, my lips. You see all this you know, pan out in the scripture that the way we see things amen, defines our measure of understanding even regarding the things of the spirit. We can, have, we can have a wrong understanding about the things of God and conclude <clears throat> Particularly from those who live in the West, all right, I, I, that to, 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 to a large degree, amen, the culture, the, the, the ideology and the identity, amen, of, you know, of, of capitalism, I think I should use that word, of capitalism, all right, yes, has shaped our, our concept of, of Christianity, all right, and, and, and that itself has become, you know, a disservice, amen, to divine representation, Right? We have to break away from right, uh, uh, the ideas and the philosophy of the environment we live in. We have to understand that we have been given amen, a value system, a culture of life that is kingdom-based. That though we are in this world, we are not of this world, amen, regardless of the part of the world that we live in. Amen. Yes, that we are not controlled, we are not regulated, amen, by that system. Yes, we surrender, we submit, amen, to the principles, to the, you know, uh, to the societal values in terms of, you know, uh, 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 civic laws and, you know, and, and you know, the, the, the laws that governs, you know, our, our life, amen, as humans. Yes, but the value system that defines our life, amen, is not one that is, amen, sourced from where we live or where we are born, alright, so I, I, I will continue to emphasize on this point because I believe it's one of the major points, alright, you see people who have, you know, a, 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 a revelation, not, well, maybe revelation, information about, you know, the things of God, but their interpretation and their interaction to those things that they claim they, they know, this information, amen, is totally skewed, amen, it is something that contradicts, amen, the, the, the values, the principle, amen, one of the reasons why Islam, amen, keeps growing, amen, and it's influencing, you know, society is because they are basically using the same principle, amen, that Christ gave to the church church all right they are not just saying some religion amen you know conquering the world they, they are using amen the power of philosophy and the power of the culture that defines that i you know philosophy which has become of course an ideology all right to you know to influence and to infiltrate and all the you know various mechanisms and system that the world system all right has put in place in terms of you, you know migration you know and all of that they are seizing it they are seizing it and they are using it all right and so we we can continue to 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 you know to complain and you know and be afraid that well Islam is taking over. 
Islam is taking over not because they are more powerful, not because they are more strong, not because Amen. Islam is more is more you know uh, you know has some you know magic thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> in fact, we are more stronger, more powerful, of course. And when in fact, there's no comparison. The the issue is that the church dropped the ball. We've been dropping the ball, amen, for, 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 for centuries, all right? And it's time, you know, I've been saying this for a long time, that it's time we shift away from the concept of how we look at the things of God and begin to understand that this thing that we are called into, we say is a way of life. We say it's a way of life. We say Christianity is a way of life. Islam is practicing that ideology, amen. They say Islam is a way of life, all right? And that's why they're saying, all right, they want the world to become rule, all right, by by you know by by the by the jihad law and, and, and they're they're seeking to establish their caliphates all, all across they're fighting that battle in Nigeria we're seeing it right now of course in Afghanistan we, I mean it's if they have their way, they will, one day they will take America, all right, and, and turn it to their caliphate. That's that's their mandate. So we've got to understand that we are in a war, and how we fight this battle, amen. The the, the rules, the principles of this war, amen. It's not it's not guns and you know ma, 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 ma chast, you know all these things that we use, all right. It's not it's not bombing. Yes, they they have subscribed to all of that, but we have to see this war beyond all of that to an ideology. Men Many of the people fighting this these war battles, amen, are already, amen, people that are dysfunctional. Many of them have been killed. Their family have been killed. They saw their mother, children, you know, husband, wife killed, all right? So that emboldened them to believe that they've got a cause. They've got a cause. They've got a reason to fight, all right? That these people have come to, you know, kill my family. I've done this. They've done that, you know, so I'm going to revenge. So you can see that there's a hatred. There's a spirit of revenge. There's a spirit of dislike. But if you truly meet some that is that can reason with you and you understand and you take them headlong you will notice that they will drop the guard the church has not understood what is going on yet we are react we are reacting we are we are we are, we are reacting to issues that we are called to strategically engage. And until, amen, the things we preach, we teach, amen, on our pulpit, the things we, 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 we build, you know, people tell you they want to go into business. They want to go into business. They want to go into business, want to do that. When a Muslim goes into business, they know that the cost, they know that the income, the source, amen, of whatever they get from that business, all right, goes into a course that is called the advancement of jihad. They know that. You know, I'm not talking about something that, you know, I read. I know people like that, all right? I used to have a Muslim friend back then when I was in Johannesburg. This man is one of the rich guys, all right, in the, in the area I, I, I live because he used to sell electronics. So I go to him, you know, and I try to buy things and all of that, you know, for, you know, for my work back then in Johannesburg. And, I mean, I, sometimes I sit down and we, we became friends. We, we, I mean, he, 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 he would share things with me because he wants to know about my Christianity. I also want to to know about his religion we are and he's an intelligent man talking about an intelligent man all right but guess what these people they they, they understand what they're doing the church that i know is far far away from that concept of thinking and of course i come from a muslim you know uh you know uh, uh you know background yes 
I've shared that several times. So if, if you truly sit with some of these people, you, you'll be shocked, you'll be surprised, all right? And I could remember one of, one of the days I, I was at this man, you know, uh, store, and, you know, somebody walked in. No, no, I'm not sure if somebody walked in or he received a phone call. Yeah, that somebody was coming to collect an amount of money to do certain things. And, you know, and he was like, but this is a lot of money. And because somebody recommended this person, he said, okay, the person should come. And we're not talking about some few thousands here. I was there listening. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, God, you, you, you brought me here to learn something. What am I saying? That if, if what we're doing, amen, has not come to the point that, amen, we're doing it for the advancement of the kingdom. And when we say the kingdom, we have to define what that means. Because there are a lot of shady things that we're doing today in the name of the kingdom of God. There are a lot of, amen, things that we're doing for ourselves. Doing for the, the, our own church, you know, my own church, you know. How, and we call it kingdom. No, no, no. Please don't call it kingdom. Don't call it kingdom. Because you are so far away from the kingdom. We cannot, we cannot drive the things of God via selfish, selfishness, self, self, you know, attitude. All right? we, we start something, we start a ministry, we start a business, all right? we're going, and we, when we say, oh, well, well, this is for God. You know it's not for God. You know that the proceed of that business, amen, is going into your own uh, idea, your own God knows what. Amen? The best you can do all right, is to pay your tithe, and after you pay your tithe, what else? Do you understand that we have to wake up to understand that we live in a, in a philosophy, in a life, amen, that is, that is driven by a philosophy. That the battles, amen, that we are, we, are, we are engaged in, regardless of where you are in the world, amen. Listen to this. The West is a philosophy, amen. What they call the American dream is a philosophy. Hallelujah. You've got to understand that when you go to the East, is a philosophy. China rising up today is a philosophy. Come on. The world of Russia is a philosophy. When communists fell, that was a philosophy. Back in there. But remember now, communism is rising up again. There are people here in South Africa who are, who are being driven by the philosophy of communism. So we have to understand that we are born into a world, amen, of, of the, the, the battle of ideology. And that's why, amen, Paul was able to address this point. But before he addressed this point, we also saw that he also was being driven by a philosophy. He was driven by an ideology that he actually thought, amen, he was pleasing God. He was serving God, amen. He went around persecuting the church because they could not relate. They could not understand, all right? And that's why you notice that as Paul grows, amen, he, he was having, amen, a debate with, with philosophers. He was having debate, amen, with, with theologists. He was having debate with all kinds of people, amen. Yes, and those who could not debate with him, what did they do? They fought him. They tried to kill him. Amen. The same thing that we are doing. If we cannot deal with certain things and cannot, you know, reason with certain people, yes, we cancel them. We, we, we conclude that these people, no. We have to understand that there are realities, amen, in the battles that we have been called into. And these battles, amen, are in different levels, in different levels, different layers, different layers. But if this battles, amen, are not established, amen, on the, on the values of advancing the kingdom of God, then we have, we have failed. In fact, we're already at, at a disadvantage point. Alright? Because the Lord is not going to support anything, amen, that contradicts his values, which, which is built on love. 
which is built, amen, on, on faith, amen. God does not call us to take, to take up arms, amen, to go and convince a people. When, when the Catholic Church did that in the early century, they took up arms, amen. To, and you may, you may argue whether that, that is the culture of, you know, of, you know, of, the, of the day. <laughs> I still do not buy into that because the Lord was introducing a new order of life, amen, from what people knew. Back in the day, it was, you know, it was conquer and rule. It was, you know, uh, you know take it by force, all right? Because that was our kingdom where force, you know, were built. You have to go and conquer another kingdom. But the the Lord was introducing a different way, amen, of, of establishing, amen, his kingdom. He, his kingdom cannot be established by brutal force, you know, by sword, by guns, amen, by, by, by bombs, you know, by, you know, all of these things that we're seeing, amen. No, no, his kingdom. Christ came to show us, amen, how to conquer without killing, how to conquer, hallelujah, without raising a sword, yes, Except for the sword of his word, which, 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 which is what, amen, we have been given, amen. If you're going to fight, you have to fight via the sword of the word of God. It is written, Jesus said. It is written, Jesus said. It is written, Jesus said. Amen. Yes. So, so no matter the excuse we want to give, we have to understand, amen, that a new value system, a new order, amen, of life has been introduced into the earth. The days of violence and using violence and, and fear, amen, to conquer and to destroy people, amen. God brought that to an end, amen. The days of the spirit of Cain was brought to an end. The day where you hit your brother and you go out of your way, amen, to kill your brother, amen. It's out of the way, yes. We, we fight, we war, but our war is not flesh and blood, including those that we call our enemy, including those that we, we see them amen, as the enemy of the church. Listen to this. There are no enemy of the church. There's, there are enemy of Christ. God said, amen, Jesus said to Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? He didn't say, why are you persecuting the church? Do, are we representing ourselves or do, are we representing Christ? You see, he said, why are you persecuting me? He didn't say, why are you persecuting my church? This month, just before I came, the Lord said to me that, you know, a, a, a strong kingdom-based community are forged in the furnace of affliction, are forged in the furnace, amen, of persecution. <laughs> if we want to see a true kingdom-based, amen, a, 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 a community, if we want to see a society that is truly driven, uh, empowered, amen, by what you call, amen, apostolic spirit, then you know that they've been through some, something. They've gone through all kinds of things and they have come out on the other side unscaled. I can't begin to tell you the persecution, the things that I have gone through to, 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 to find myself where I am today. There are, if you're going to represent, amen, the things of God, if you're going to represent the things of God, regardless of the area of life, there will be persecution. The Bible says persecution arose for the word's sake. You see, but when we have an idea that causes us to, you know, to, to, to overtly love ourselves, Bible says for they love not themselves unto death. You see, truth must be balanced. Scripture must be balanced. We need to love ourselves. You can't love yourself. You can't love your neighbor. But you cannot love yourself to the point that, amen, you are unwilling, amen, to, to risk your faith. You're unwilling to go out of, amen, the idea of preserving yourself to fulfilling the purpose of God. 
Are you seeing? If I have to base my own life, my own calling on, you know, how I want to keep myself, preserve myself and all of that, you know, the, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the philosophy of Christianity that is being preached. Everything is about yourself. So when people hate you, you almost want to go and commit suicide. When people don't like you, when people, you know, talk about you, all right? When, when, when they, you know, malign you and they, 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 they lie against you and they do all kinds of things or you don't have your whole world collapses because they told you that Christianity is supposed to change all of that. And that is a big, big lie. Check the scripture and look through history. Those who did something, those who, who God used to, to advance his purpose, amen, went through hell, went through persecution. I'm going to show you quickly in the scripture while we're on this. Maybe I should quickly do that, amen. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 verse, verse 32, 32 says, Remember those early days after you had received the light. After you have received, not before, after you have received the light. Oh well, if I receive the light, then I should be insulated. If I receive the light, I should be, you know, uh, 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 you know secure from any harm, from, every, from any challenge, from any, you know, issue. You know, I've received the light. And that's what they told us. Once you've received the light, oh, you are homeward bound. You receive the light to go fight darkness. Amen. The glory and the beauty of light are there. Is to shine in the midst of darkness. Remember those days. After you had received the light, when you endure in a great conflict full of suffering, when you endure in a great conflict, amen, full of suffering, full of persecution, I'm reading Hebrews chapter 10 verse 32. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and to persecution. You were public, publicly exposed to insult. Not too many Christians today can take insult. You know what Paul went through today. Everybody, you know, quotes Paul. You know, you know if we don't quote Jesus, we're quoting Paul. Paul said, amen, several times I have taken the Jewish lashes, amen, the, 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 the 40 minus 1 lashes, right through the things this man went through. Why? Because he had come to a point, a position of being persuaded of what his assignment is all about. You see, to Paul, Christianity, amen, is a philosophy, a superior philosophy that dwarfed every other philosophy, amen, that existed you know, in the earth. And it's important that we begin to shift and change the narrative of what we define, amen, to be Christianity. We, you have to go back to the word of God and look at what God says. Where This is New Testament. This is not Old Testament because there are certain people that will tell, well, that is under the Old Testament. No, this is New Testament. In New Testament, they showed us two categories, two dimensions, amen, of life. One that is, that is born after, amen, the old order. That has no ability to bring us into that dimension of light. <clears throat> the mosaic order, the ironic order. And then they showed us the new priesthood. That in this priesthood, amen, yes, we are king priest. But this king will go through all kinds of challenges. The fact that we are beaten, we are resisted, we are rejected does not remove the crown from our head. Jesus was a king. 
while he was on earth. But yet, he did all that he did. Amen. He was beaten. He was spat at. He was rejected. He was abused. But he was a king. And he remains a king. He's the king of kings and the lord of lords. Can, can we begin to shift the narrative and the idea of what we define? Because if we don't, we will not summon the kind of governmental authority and power <clears throat> to go through. You know, yesterday I, I, I posted a teaching we did last year. I reposted that, you know, a, a broadcast. And in that broadcast, I guess the spirit of the Lord came upon me and I began to talk about the spirit of breakthrough. Oh my word. What what a, what a, what a message. Uh, people want to break through, but they don't want to go through anything. They don't want to be resisted. How will they hear, the Bible says, if no one goes? If no one is willing to go, everybody wants to go to America to do an omission. God is sending us into the world. No, no, who wants to go to Afghanistan? Who wants to go to Iran? Who wants to go to Iraq? Who wants to go to Libya? Who wants to go to, the, you know, to Central Africa? Who wants to go, amen, to, you know, to Mongolia, to China? Who wants to go to, you know, the most dangerous places and part of the earth? Amen. No. No. We look for where everything is suitable. That's not what we learn. In the word of God. And that's not what we saw. Amen. In history. So my point this morning. Amen friends is. There needs to be a change. And God began. Amen. By changing. Amen. The, 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 the perspective of Ananias. When God said. Amen. Go. He is a chosen one. There are chosen people. I miss some of this. You know. Uh, uh, people that we think. Amen. <laughs> They were enemy. The church does not have an enemy except the devil. <clears throat> the church does not have a human enemy except the devil. <clears throat> Hallelujah. It's important that we understand this. If you still see a human being, regardless of who that person is, <clears throat> as your enemy, it means that Something in your heart, within the structure of your spirituality, has not been adjusted to truth. There are people who have done me terrible things. Terrible things, I tell you. But I do not hold it against them. I cannot. It's very painful. People that are close to you, that have done all kinds of things that make you feel like God... But guess what? You have to forgive them. Forgiveness is not an option. It's, it's mandatory if you're going to stand for God. One of the, one of the, one of the call, one of the mandates, one of the, the requirements. <clears throat> amen. One of the requirements of being a Christian, a Christ follower, is that you must forgive. He said forgive. As, a, as your heavenly father forgives you. You say you don't understand. I understand more than what you think. Yes. People have been killed. Been maimed. Listen to this. When we get to the point where we understand the sovereignty of God in our life. I know we know that God yes, is our father. He's everything to us. But 
do we see sovereign, sovereign authority? That is the one that kills amen, and makes alive. That is the one that gives and takes. That nothing happens to anyone. It's not a strand of your hair falls to the ground without his awareness. The moment we begin to walk in that sense of reality of who the father is. You see, our response to life, to persecution, to, you know, to, to need, you know, to, to challenges, to people, changes. When there's a resistance, when you have people resisting you, trying to stop you, trying to hinder, amen, you, trying to, you know, bring you down, it's because there is something, amen, that the enemy sees. He, he sees something about your life that is going to be, amen, a problem to his kingdom. So he steers all kinds of things. So take your eyes off the people. Take your eyes off the circumstance. Amen. Deal with the spirit behind it. Amen. And make sure that your life. Amen. Is secure in God. And continue to enjoy your peace. As you continue in his, in his mandate. There is no spirit. No power that can stop what God. Amen. Wants to do. But the moment you back out, you see, God wants to bring victory, amen, to the nation of Israel. But he needed a vessel to walk through. <laughs> he, he wanted to bring victory, hallelujah, to, to his people. But he needed a vessel. All the vessels were not qualified until a young, a young lad was sent. They said, take bread, take, take cheese, take milk uh, to your brothers who are army at the war front. Yes, they are the, they are the, 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 the big guys. Only for him to become the vessel that God chose. Are you getting the point? Never look down on yourself. Never you think, what's my place? What, where, you know, what can I do? You can't do anything, but God can use you to do great things. You see, where I am today, somebody may say, but what impact are you making over this nation? Ah, may the Lord open your eyes to see only the Lord, amen, can really show us the, the quality and the level of impact we are making in the place of obedience. But it all starts with the configuration, the reconfiguration, the alignment of our heart. Paul earlier is a powerful architecture of the type of a house, of a type of a community. We need to build in order to engage the society in the spirit of redemption, hallelujah, and transformation. But Paul, amen, did not, did not drop from heaven. He had an history. He had an history. And everybody knew his history. He persecuted the church. He tried to stop what God initiated, what God birthed. But excuse me, did God fold his hand and watch? When it was time, did God not amen, intervene? God intervened, but we have to change our values. You see, when God did intervene, nobody knew God had intervened. The child did not know God had intervened. When the light of God hit this man, nobody knew. But God knew that something will begin. You see, let me say this. 
the church, the end time church, the last day church, the church of the end, the church of the 21st century and beyond must be a church, amen, that understand the ways of God. That is not just talking about it, but lives within, amen, the value system of the ways of God. In other words, amen, we must plunge our feet. We must locate, amen, the, the, the footpath, the footprint, amen, of Christ. We have to walk in the same, amen, footstep, amen, that the early church walked, that Christ, amen, gave. That Christ, the Bible says, Jesus died, leaving us an example that we should what? Follow his footsteps. You can't follow the footsteps of Christ if you're carnal, if you're not spiritual, if, you're can't, if you can't see. If you cannot align, amen, to what the spirit of the Lord, amen, is leading you and guiding you into. We have to understand those things. Never you think that God, amen, is, is distant, is, is disconnected, amen, from issues of the earth. No. The Bible says he's the one that, 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 that sets kings, amen, and he sets kings on the throne and removes them. He's the one. He's the one who defines, amen, the times and the seasons, it's not about, you know, many a times the church wants to do the work of God. We assume his position. We assume because, you know, we have the church. So we can force our way. We can pray our way, you know, through certain things. No, the prayer is to make us to hear where God is. The, our prayer is to make us comply with the heart of God, with the mind of God. Your prayer cannot force the hand of God. Your prayer cannot force God to do what he has not ordained. If, 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 if the time of something has not come, your prayer cannot, his, cannot fasten it. No, no, no. Your prayer will adjust you to adjust to the times of God. <laughs> you see, growing up as a believer, I was very zealous and, you know, I wanted to force things, make things happen by force, you know. Yes. Because that's what they told us. If you, can, if you pray, if you pray, it will happen. Listen to this. If you pray and it's happened, it's because it was time for God to respond. Don't Listen, if you fold your hands and say, well, I'm not going to pray. After all, everything has been destined by a particular season and time. And you don't pray. Listen to this. You will remain in that state. They say from the first day you began to pray. So prayer does, prayer does things. Prayer shifts things. Prayer moves things. But prayer, earlier cannot walk outside amen, the divine order, the divine timing of the Lord. Prayer cannot force the hand of God. Amen. Listen, listen, you may be ready for certain things. And you are praying, Lord, I'm ready. But remember, prayer also is supposed to be a, a, a manifestation of an answer, right? Because you are expecting something. There are things that you do not see. There are there are realities, amen, that you cannot comprehend. There are scenes taking place. Let's say somebody is praying for an, uh, a sister is praying for an husband. You are ready. 
You've been praying. You've been believing God. You've been preparing yourself to be a woman, amen, that will honor, that will surrender, that will love, amen, that will, you know, be in partnership with the man that God, amen, will bring into your life. Yes, but guess what? In the order, in the timing of God, amen, they've, they have located the man that is, is for you. But guess what? That man, amen, is just about to be born again, all right? But you're praying, God. No, I want the man. They say, but yes, but this man is not ready. <clears throat> He's not fully ready yet. And we are working on him. <laughs> we are working on him. But you are looking at time. Hey, but Lord, I'm ready. I'm, God, I'm ready for that church. I'm ready. You are ready. But the people around that environment, you know, they are still working on them. They are not ready yet. You see, <laughs> they are not ready yet. You, you've got to understand the timeline, amen, of the, of, the, of the manifestation of the things that you are seeking, that you are believing. You've got to understand the prophetic timeline. God is not a magician. Just like God does not force things on you, God does not force things, amen, on, on what you want to see or who you want to see change. Amen. God doesn't. He doesn't force things. Right? You're ready. Yes, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. But there's something wrong on the other side. They say from the first day, you, you've, you've, be, you've set your heart to understand and to pray. Daniel, all right, we've dispatched your answer. But guess what? <laughs> the prayer is coming. There was a relay on the road. The prince of Pasha. There's a prince. There are forces. And some people, oh no, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. I want it. I say, okay, okay, give. give. Then you, you have that thing, then you find yourself struggling for another 10 years. You could have just waited for them to perfect what, you know, they need to be perfected. It's like that prodigal son. He thought he was ready, he thought he was prepared. You see, these are things that the church does not teach. Haven't you heard of 24 hours, you know, miracle? 24 hours miracle, 48 hours miracle. The God that answers by fire. Now, now. The God of now, now. They tell you is now. God is going to do it now. Listen to this. You cannot twist the hand of God. If you if you pray and something happened now, now is either Amen. You you pray to another God, another person answered you, and sometimes that happened. The devil can hear. He sees. He sees your desperation. And he knows that, hey, if we give this person this thing at this time, God is not ready. God is going to take another two years. All right? Remember Joseph. <laughs> Joseph said, when you get to the palace, remember me. Remember, I'm a gifted man. See how I have, see what I have done. I interpret your dream and your dream came to pass. All right? So if you go to the palace, don't forget me. Don't forget my gifting. Don't, don't forget me. Don't forget. Please do everything to get me out. The guy said yes. The butler said yes. Amen. Guess what? When, when, when he got out, he forgot Joseph. You thought that was deliberate. That was not deliberate. He might, he might have deliberately forgot, but I don't think he deliberately forgot. I think God just, the moment the guy got out of the prison, God just took that memory off his mind and said, no, this, my Joseph is not ready yet. Joseph is not ready yet. He needs two more years in prison. <laughs> two more years in prison. How do, we, how do we tell the church? How do we tell the church this concept? How do we bring this kind of understanding to us? That yes, you are sick and you're praying for healing. Yes, God. And God says, yes, 
you know, I've healed you, but I want you to be, you know, in this hospital for the next one week because there are things I want to say. There are things I need to do that if you get up out of this bed, I won't be able to catch your attention again. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you on this bed for the next one, one month or even not because you are sick, but because amen, God wants to speak to you in the place of rest and quietness. These are messages of the kingdom. You can't preach this in the, in the church. They will tell you this is error. They will tell you, no, this guy is out of order. No, God, God needed to download things into your spirit. He needed to show you things. He needed to confirm certain things. Maybe he needed you to understand why you need to forgive somebody. But they needed to put you in that state on the bed, on the sick bed. But you say, but I'm here. I want to get up. They say, sit there. Lie down there. Enjoy this place for a while. Sometimes God takes you to an hospital, yes, for a reason. Because they can't, get you, they can't catch your attention. So they put you on a sick bed, lie you down there. <laughs> Are you getting these things? But if we, if we don't understand the ways of God, and we always see the devil, the devil in everything, the devil, the devil, the devil, you, you see hatred, you see battle. You've, I told you, we're in a season of war, but we have to understand the nature of the war. In most cases, is God warring with us. Is God warring, warring with us, bringing us to divine alignment and compliance. Bringing us to the place of submission. Yes. Look at, they wanted to do something in the life of the first man, Adam. They laid him to rest. Do you think God, God, God could not bring uh, uh, Eve out of, out of Adam, you know, while he's still alive, while he was awake, while he's walking? God could have done that. But that's not the value. That's not the principle of God. God does his work in the state of rest. So they lay him down. When God was about to reveal the vision, amen, of the, of the sons of Abraham in the, in the nearest future. God lay him down. After he made the covenant, he, lay, he put him to sleep. Some of you, you are too, you, you are too zealous for God. Zeal without knowledge always brings destruction. Want to go, want to go. But God said, no, wait, rest. Because when you're quiet, you're at rest, you're at peace, you can see a lot of things. I'm going to tell you this, friends. Many of the revelation God gives to me, many of the things that God speaks to me that I'm able to bring to, I always get them at the quietness of the morning. Not because God doesn't speak to me in the afternoon, it does, but that is just the pattern. Many of the major, you know, messages, revelation, things that I have done, you know, uh, sometimes when I'm writing, it's always at the, at the quietness of the morning, 4 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning, God wakes me up. It just wakes me up. Because at that moment in time, you see, your mind, everything is still at peace, at, at rest. You're not thinking of, you know, the children. You're not thinking of your wife. You're not thinking of, you know, the business. You're not, you know, all kinds of things that, we, that are legitimate and most time distraction when it comes to the things of the spirit. And they put us in a state where we'll have to exert more energy. We'll have to put in more effort. We have to spend unnecessarily because we never heard God. We never received the divine instruction. We have to understand this thing. There is a church that is, that is busy but is going nowhere. Wait, forever, ever. This morning, now everybody, they're, they're on the road. They're on the road. But 
is effort. They say we've toiled all night, but we've caught nothing. Why you cut nothing? It's because you never follow the divine instruction. You never follow. You tried all the, the, the principles of how you know things ought to be done. But things have changed. Can't you hear? Things have changed. The order has changed. The pattern has changed. You no longer catch fish the way you used to catch fish. Peter, don't you understand? <laughs> The even creation is groaning. They're crying. Amen. All things are changing. Seasons, weather, everything has changed. So you have to learn afresh. You have to become like a child again. The Bible says, said we become like babies. It didn't say we are babies. It said we could become like. That's the key word. That's a phrase. Like. You submit. You surrender. You, you, you yield yourself like a wind baby, amen, sucking the breast of the mother. David said, I have not engaged myself with things too difficult, too, 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 too lofty for me. I have yielded myself, I've surrendered myself to your, to your speakings, to your direction, to your instruction. Lord, help me not to bother myself with things too difficult for me. Help me to wait and surrender to your timing. Paul is a powerful architecture of the type of church the Lord is calling us to build. But before we get to Paul, we have to understand, amen, the process of the, of the, of the transformation and the transition of a man by the name Saul that became Paul. And Ananias, the first point, amen, of contact. Ananias, he's, he's the first apostolic contact of Paul. God said, go, is a chosen one. When we see a chosen people, can we recognize them? And I'm not just limiting this to issues that has, you know, unpacked itself from Afghanistan. I'm dealing with a general and a more broad concept of our spiritual philosophy. Can we see things through the eyes of God? I said the days we live in amen, are not far-fetched from the days of the early church who lived in fear of a man by the name Saul. Amen. Who had made it his duty to persecute. Amen. And to condemn the church. Friends, the days ahead are days where there's going to be increase in persecution. Do we know the nature of those persecution? Are we ready for those persecution? Are we prepared? Because within, within those persecution, the Lord will be harvesting for himself a people. Within those people who, who are challenging, who are resisting, amen, the, the counsels of God, the will of God, amen. God will be finding a people that he will be, he will be training and be deploying them back into the field of harvest. Can, 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 we, can we adjust to that understanding? 
Can we adjust to that understanding that all of this, you know, rights we see rising up and all of this, you know, agenda to shut the church, to clamp down the church, amen, to persecute. And we're seeing that rising from, is it, you know, uh, 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 you know Australia, Canada, America, places that, you, you know, that once you, you, you know, you know uh, boast themselves, amen, about, you know, religious liberty, today are the one directly and indirectly persecuting the church. No, the church was not prepared because we, we were just singing our, singing and rejoicing and dancing and doing all of the things that we never truly prepared that a day is going to come another Joseph or rather another Pharaoh amen, who will, will arise who do not know Joseph. Never say persecution cannot come near us. No. Who would, who would have thought that a place like America that you know People will be on the field, you know, uh, uh, worshiping and singing. That police will actually come with, you know, with, 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 with cannon waters and spray on the people, amen, and, and throw grenades there while people are worshiping. Who would have thought that that kind of a thing will happen in a place we, we, we say, all right, is the most, you know, uh, 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 democratic, you know, place in the world, society of freedom and all of that is happening. We've seen that. We're watching that. Amen. On Facebook, we've seen that the church is being passed all in the name of COVID-19. And of course, when persecution comes, there will always be a there will always be a reason to persecute the church. You don't just start persecuting. No, they've got to be system put in place. There have to be all kinds of things put in place to persecute. When we're persecuted, are we going to run and go into hiding? Or are we going to go and pray for God to give us boldness and grace? Amen. And come back and proclaim and declare what needs to be declared. You see, I told you, as the world system continued to collapse, as, the, as God continued to judge the wisdom of this world, amen, as they see that they are losing power, they will result to all kinds of, you know, you know, uh, uh, attack and all kinds of reaction that will cause issues in society, that will cause society to go against themselves. Yes. We saw that with, with, with Caesar. Caesar did that. People are using that same principle. They will look for somebody to blame. Now they're pointing out to the church. All right, But guess what? A people will arise. But we have to. If you're a leader watching or listening, you have to change don't just preach revelation. Revelation. Revelation of Christ is the key that must build amen, a strong government. A government church is a church amen, that has been taught amen, how, to, how to glow amen, within the fullness of fire. If there's no fire, there's no glory. Let's not just preach amen. Ah, yeah, we, we can preach, we can tinkle people's ears, we can make people get excited, but if the truth does not bring them to the place where they can decide, where they can, amen, you know, yield themselves to the, to the process, to the, to the prunings of God, amen, to the threshings of God, to the circumcisions of their heart, that revelation cannot alight, cannot sit, it will bounce back. I will continue to tell the church the truth. Even if very few listen. The more persecuted we get, 
the more we need to run to God and believe him for grace and strength, for wisdom, for understanding, but also for love for our enemy. Because it's true that God can use us to bring a change. Creation is in disarray. Creation is dysfunctional. And we need to know what that means from all ramification. A nation has been plunged into almost the state of civil war. We can't, we can't look away. We can't fold our hands and like, <clears throat> that, that, that doesn't concern us. It should concern you if you're a believer, regardless of amen, the, 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 the philosophy that, that rules. The earth is the Lord. Those who dwell in it. We have to see beyond the horizon. The Bible says in verse 17 of Acts chapter 9, Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. After God said, Go, is a chosen one. May we see places and regions that have been chosen. You know, there are, there are some part of the world that we have, we have condemned as Christians. I thank God years ago the Lord opened my eyes and delivered me from a West, Western idea of Christianity. The Lord delivered me from the idea of Western Christianity. A Christianity that was fashioned all right, by the Europeans, by Americans. God deliver me from that because that is not the narrative. Amen. That's not the narrative. You look at certain part of the world and you say, no, those people are condemned. The fact that, amen, somebody decides, amen, to challenge, to fight, and to even bring mayhem and destruction from a particular point, from a particular part of the world, does not mean that everybody in that world, amen, are going to hell or they must be destroyed. This narrative has to change. We have to have love for humanity. If you, Bible says, if you don't love people you can see, how do you claim you love God that you cannot see? What is the, what's, why did Jesus say go into the world? He didn't say go to the west. He didn't say go to the east. He didn't say go to the south. He said go into all the world. And the world, amen, goes beyond just a people. The world speaks into the cosmo, cosmos. The world speaks into, amen, their atmosphere. The world speaks into their ideology, into the philosophy, amen, that, 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 that defines how people live, amen. He said, go into all the world, go into the cosmos, go into, amen, the spiritual dimension that defines how people live life. Like I told us, was it two days ago, amen, that we cannot possess lands, nations, if we have not dispossessed, amen, the power, the forces, the cosmos that defines how people live life within those regions. If you want to overcome the spirit of Islam and the Islamization, amen, of, of the continent and the rest of the world, guess what? You have to be able to address that principality. That extremist principality, that blood-tested demon, you have to address that spirit. You, you have to win that, first of all, win that spirit. You have to paralyze that authority and power. 
You have to nullify it. Then you can go. Then you deploy people. Have you noticed that's, that's a concept of warfare we saw in the scripture? A few days ago, the Lord was opening my eyes to that understanding as we continue to deal with a season of spiritual warfare. All right. There was one position, amen, on the mountain. There was another, amen, a greater group positioned on the ground floor, amen. Yes. So before you, you engage on the ground floor, make sure, amen, that the elders, amen, are positioned. Make sure that you have people, amen, on the hilltop, on the mountaintop, well positioned, amen, so that what you do in the natural, in the, in the, in the HRM, amen, becomes a walkover. Hallelujah. Don't go into certain things when you don't have a spiritual backing. When there are no declarations and proclamations. Hallelujah. Yes. The Lord spoke to me a few days ago about that. You want to overcome things in the human realm. Make sure that there are people... There are, there are system position in the spirit realm, in the mountaintop. The Moses order. The Aaron and us supporting. Hallelujah. And then you in the natural realm. Amen. Will begin to enforce things. Yes, we need Joshua in the in the in the natural realm, hallelujah. But that battle will not be won by Joshua if Moses is not seated, if Aaron and all are not lifting, hallelujah, the shoulder that speak. Remember, the Bible said the government rests upon the shoulder. The government rests upon the authority, amen, is in the shoulder. If your shoulder is lifted high. Victory is only a matter of time. So there has to be a, a, a cooperation, a working together. What do we want to see manifest in the natural realm? Amen. In the mountains of the economies of this world. What do we want to see change? Amen. In, in, the, in the sector of, of healthcare. Amen. In the sector of uh, you know, education. In the sector amen, of governance, leadership. Amen. In government. What do we want to see transform? Amen. We must have amen, a prototype of powerful governmental spiritual elders position in the spirit. Amen. Enforcing that so that you in the natural area or else the Amalekite would defeat you as a Joshua. powerful principle. We will overcome. But we will only overcome when Ananias responds to the voice of God. That's something, that's the, that's, this is where I'm going to round up this morning. Ananias had to respond to the voice of God. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hand on Saul. You see, whatever God spoke, whatever activity, amen, took place in the spirit, it must be enacted. It must be enacted, amen. There must be, amen, a, a manifestation. There must be a response of, of obedience in the natural realm. There has to be contact in the natural realm. But before there's a contact in the natural realm, you have secured the voice. You have secured the mandate of God. You have secured, amen, the position of the relevancy of, of the approval of, of God. God is a chosen one. So how he looks, <laughs> where he comes from, is not your business. What he has done before is not your business. After all, we all came from a past. We all came from that same position of Saul. Amen. God is a chosen one. Placing his hand on Saul, he said, you see, there's not too much Turenchi, not too much English. He didn't go there and start preaching. He only responded to what the father said. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you 
on the road as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Finish. <laughs> he didn't need to start binding and losing and didn't know. He only responded, amen, to the conversation he had with God. And what happened? Heaven responded. The same thing we saw, amen, on, with Elijah on Mount Carmel. He only responded earlier with his conversation with God. The Bible said while he was still praying, the fire came down. Amen. God did what God judged Jezebel and all the false prophets. You see, when we walk in tight obedience, when we walk in close proximity with God, listen to this. Many of these things we're trying to do by force, by fire. <laughs> we'll be walk over. You just respond. He just spoke like an ordinary person and he didn't need to bind. And no, no. Heaven respond, but heaven always needs somebody on earth, hallelujah, to, to, to carry, because God is a spirit. God needs somebody to carry out things in the natural realm. That's why Jesus came in the natural realm, amen. Yes, to die on the cross, amen. That's how the things of God are, and we have to comply. So, Lord, make us walk in obedience to your voice today, O oh God. Make us submit. Make us surrender. Make us yield, O oh God, to, yes, the things that you have revealed, that you are showing us. Help us to see with clarity. Help us to understand. So, Lord, we do not continue to argue and continue to use our own human religious idea and condemn what you have approved and reject what you have called. Thank you, Spirit of God, that a change is taking place within us. Thank you, Lord, that we are beginning to see, yes, the way you want us to see. Lord, we embrace the ministry of Ananias. Go is a chosen one, and he went. Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me to lay my hands on you so you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, we thank you. Thank you for this truth. Thank you, Father, for this authority. Thank you for the change that has taken place and the chains falling off our hands, the shackles falling off our minds. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you, Father, for the power of truth changing us. Thank you, Lord, that we are not afraid. Thank you, Lord, that we are not afraid of their faces Ezekiel, go. Don't be afraid of your faces. Thank you, Lord, for boldness, courage, confidence. Yes, love and compassion in our hearts. I bless your holy name for the things that you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Father, for our brethren, the, the, those who are out there. Yes, seeking to know, to walk in this truth, oh God infuse them with this truth of God. May there be a quickening in their spirit man. May there be an awakening in their inner man. May there be an imprinting of the revelation, yes, of a true governmental apostolic lifestyle. I thank you. I honor you. I lift their hands up this morning. Every one of them, I proclaim that you will break through in your sphere of calling. In the name of Jesus, I declare this morning that you will represent the intentions of God. I proclaim upon you life, 
life as you shift away from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you come into divine life the wisdom of God let it build you this day let it strengthen you let the wisdom of God embolden you be positioned where the where the paths meet reflect hallelujah the authority of God become this day the mountain of the house of God let the light of God shine through you as you are called to be a lighthouse in the name of Jesus Father we thank you I pray, Father, for my dear sister Tina. I pray grace upon her this morning. Life, deliverance, understanding. Yes, be filled this morning. Be equipped in the name of Jesus. Be emboldened, yes, to represent the intentions of God. Yes, for the continent. In the name of Jesus, boldness, grace upon you. And no one will be able to challenge or resist what God has infused in you. I declare this morning that your spirit man, yes, is energized. Your forehead is, is reinforced, yes, in the name of Jesus. Your right hand, yes, emboldened with authority in the name of Jesus that you will walk in divine compliance in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Father, for everyone out there who are representing your intention. Yes, in their workplace, in their business, in the marketplace. Grace upon them this morning. Grace upon them. Wherever they're watching from, I declare grace upon you. Increase upon you. Yes, the spirit of truth, the spirit of God's divine favor. Go and represent the intentions of God. Receive that understanding that, yes, you are a representative of God. You are. You are an ambassador of Christ. Your life is, a, is an embassy of the things of God. In the name of Jesus, I declare right now, begin to break forth, begin to break through, begin to advance in the name of Jesus. No power will resist you. No devil will stop you. You will bring forth the intentions of God. I declare upon you this morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray for all the ministers and ministries watching or following us. I pray for them, Lord. The Lord, you will bring, oh God, your servants to a new position, to a new height, yes, in the spirit. To see, to know, to understand, to embrace this new position, oh God, of life. I thank you, Lord, that we will not condemn what you have, what you have healed, what you have redeemed, and what you have approved, oh God. I thank you, Lord, that we will continue to walk with you so we can know where you are at every injunction, at every position. Yes, Lord, I thank you this morning that new ministries have been Burton, new governmental kingdom focused prophetic ministry. Yes, Lord. Ministry after your heart. Ministry that are sound in your words. Sound in the activities of your spirit. I thank you. Yes, it is done to the glory of God. I thank you right now. Newness, newness. I proclaim upon your people from the north to the south, from the east to the west. At this moment, Father, we use this time to pray, oh God, for a new order of church that will be birthed, yes, Lord, in Haiti. We proclaim and we declare new kingdom perspective. Yes, Lord. Uh, is, is being initiated in that realm, in that region. A church with understanding. A church with governmental capacity. A church that will resource your people in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now that no weapon of the enemy, yes, would challenge, would frustrate uh, your prophetic intention for the country of Haiti. We declare right now we break the hold uh, of, of darkness. We break the hold uh, of the evil one. We declare in Jesus' name 
that that region right now receive the peace of God, receive the healing hand of God, receive the restoration hand of God. Father, we pray you minister to your people who are who are, who are feeling down and oppressed, oh God, feeling weak, oh God, depressed because of what has happened again. Lord, we thank you right now. We speak to the earth to align, yes, to rest in Jesus' name. We declare every sense of earthquake over that region right now. We say rest in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your healing hand. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, Lord, that you would deploy resource, resource, the resource of the earth. We deploy to Haiti to restore, to rebuild in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. As we rebuild Haiti, we, we go, Father, in the name of Jesus to Afghanistan. We thank you that we will we stand and we will not, yes, fold our hand, but we proclaim in Jesus' name your righteousness, your kingdom over that realm, over that realm in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, every counsel of the enemy will not stand. The plans of the enemy, yes, yeah, in relating to China or Russia or, or Pakistan, we, we nullify, we proclaim righteousness uh, in the name of Jesus. Prevail over those cities, over those nations, over those countries in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your truth. Your truth that prevails. We declare in Jesus' name, people will not live in fear. Women will not live in fear. Children will not live in fear. In the name of Jesus, we neutralize, yes, the counsel of the wicked. We neutralize the walks of darkness over that region. We proclaim peace, the peace of God, the shalom of God. We release it in the name of Jesus. Deliverance, Father, we proclaim, Lord, oh God, turn the hearts of those who need to intervene to do the right thing. We thank you right now, for indeed we say redemption is coming to you, Afghanistan. In the name of Jesus, we declare redemption is coming to you, Pakistan. In the name of Jesus, salvation is coming to you China salvation deliverance is coming to you Russia in the name of Jesus we declare life the, the power of God the light of God is coming to you North Korea in the name of Jesus all that region we decree and declare the light of God the power of God the truth of God let that which Christ died for become a reality for the people father we thank you we glorify your holy name for what you're doing all across the continent Thank you, Father, for our continent, Africa. Your holy hand, yes, rest upon us. The hand of healing, the hands of deliverance. We proclaim it, we decree it, we declare it in the name of Jesus. Restoration in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for godly leaders. Oh, God, yes, from Zimbabwe, oh, God, to Zambia, to Malawi, to Lesotho. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to Mozambique, for godliness, righteousness. In the name of Jesus, over Southern Africa, we proclaim it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for what your spirit is doing right now. Thank Thank you for what you're doing across the horn of Africa. Oh God, we thank you Father for, yes, the region of Tigray. We thank you right now that that war ceases in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we declare the war ceases. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Ah, the war with Ethiopia ceases in Jesus' name. Life, truth, tranquility, rest, peace, prosperity is what we release over the horn of Africa in Sudan. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your spirit, your glory, your righteousness. Oh, glory. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your healing hand over Madagascar. Thank you, Father, for truth that prevail. We take, oh God, the, 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 the nations the continent of Africa, and every part of the world, yes, you said to as far as we can see, you've given to us. We see this, and we proclaim your righteousness there. We declare your healing power. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory to Jesus. 
Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father, for change taking place here in South Africa. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you that from this place we broadcast into the nations. We declare your healing hand, your hand of peace and restoration. We declare, oh God, glory. Yes, it's a day of glory. Father, we, 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 we nullify everything that contradicts your prophetic intention regarding the governance, regarding the leadership of this nation. In the name of Jesus, the counsel of the enemy will not prevail. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name that truth prevail. Thank you, Father, for seeds of righteousness germinating right now over this realm, over this region. We honor you. We praise your name. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayer. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Thank you once again. If you made it this morning to join me, I want to thank you for connect, connecting with me this morning. Grace upon you, the peace of God. May the Father continue to perfect his will over your life and over your space, wherever you are, over your family, over your ministry, and of course, over your business. May you go out there and represent the intentions of God. God bless you. Until I see you again, have yourself a wonderful and a fruitful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.